everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Better With Chocolates, your sweet black-owned podcast for this, at times, bitter world. So it's me again, your host, Chris and Dominique, and uh, I'm feeling much better this week. Uh, last week, I was a little under the weather. My throat was doing something a little funny. Still kind of goes in and out right now, but improvements you know improvements so it's good um the sun is shining today you know where i'm at in the gta i uh, hope the weather is nice wherever you are listening to this yeah so this week um i haven't really been paying attention to what's going on in the world to be quite honest with you but i will say by accident or just by the algorithms of my social media um, is allowing it, I have been coming across snippets of this Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial. Now, if you're if you're like me and you had absolutely no idea that that was even starting this week, um, or you had no idea that this conflict was still ongoing, it's been a little bit interesting to kind of follow by force <laughs> because again I'm not I'm not looking for this information I'm not searching this I'm not you know I'm not out here trying to stay updated on these white people's marital problems um <laughs> but you know on TikTok and Instagram I'm finding these little clips of the videos and snippets and updates and there's people out there doing whole thing pieces and stuff on them you know but I don't know much about the story, really. Uh, I just knew that, like several years ago, she came out and accused him of being abusive and whatever, and it was a whole thing. And he was like blacklisted from Hollywood, and he lost a lot of work, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's as much as I know. I didn't even know that they were a couple before that. Um, I wasn't really paying attention, so whatever. But anyways, I brought this up because. Now, I don't know the whole timeline of events. I don't know, like, you know, all the peaks and valleys. Like, I don't know all those intimate details, you know. But from the little snippets that I have been catching, like, this shit's wild, okay? Like, like it sounds to me, and again, this is me coming in blind. I don't have a lot of info on either of them, but this is just based on the information that I have been privy to. And... It sounds like they both have their issues, right? Nobody's perfect. But it seems like they're on opposite ends of the spectrum of whatever their issues are. Like, she she definitely needs to be stopped. Like, she sounds like a menace. Um, and it's just crazy because she really utilized her white woman tears and really kind of positioned herself as the victim and had everybody uh, thinking that she really was, you know, a defenseless little lamb. <laughs> when in reality, there is proof of her actually being the perpetrator many times, you know? And I think the craziest thing that I came across in this story is the revelation of her taking a crap in his bed after they got into a fight and then tried to say that it was the dogs who did it and so apparently 
the maids came out and were like, yeah, nah, that's human feces. <laughs> and they took pictures and they sent it to him. Like, that's just the tip of it. Like, I don't... The little things that come out, I'm just like, wow, you... There's people really out here like that, you know? And, I mean, we laugh and we gaze and clutch our pearls and whatever, but it's actually kind of sad when you think about it because you got to wonder what does one person have to go through to to be like that, you know? And there's no justification for behaviors because, listen, like, it doesn't matter what... Well, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter, but... Everybody has some kind of trauma from their childhood, right? Some kind of, you know, either if it was a lack of attention, a lack of love, or even on the more extreme case, it could be neglect, it could be abuse, physical abuse, you know, whatever it may be. You know, we all have our versions of what, you know, was traumatic for us. And that has affected us and shaped us as the adults that we are today. But what I'm getting at is that, you know, there comes a point where, yeah, your foundation kind of, you know, kind of, again, it lay, your beginnings kind of lay the foundation for um, who you are going to be. But I feel there comes a time where you can have that sense of awareness that when you start moving in the world and, you know, kind of you have more of autonomy, you know, you're not under the, the watchful eye of your parents or your caregivers, that you can kind of make some decisions and, and do some things for yourself. Um, kind of, you know, do the work and grow into the person that you want to become, you know. And mind you, again, all of that is, you know, and again, it varies from person to person. I know, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to paint a brush on the whole thing and generalize. Because um, if, you know, you know me, I don't like to generalize things at all. Like, but um, yeah, I think there's a way that we, you, you can better your situation like you know if you grew up watching your parents scream at each other and that's the only way you ever saw them communicate you can decide for yourself and and make the choice to learn how to better communicate with people or with your partner in a healthier manner you know what I mean so again not everybody has that level of self-awareness uh, it takes longer than others. And some people, they they never get it. However, you know, you can always, like, get the help that you need. And I don't really know where I'm going with this because I am by no means a therapist. <laughs> I'm just sharing my thoughts and opinions with y'all, and that's just what it is. But, um, nah, it's it's it's, it's wild. That whole case is, is wild, um, the things that come out there and... Yeah, and I mean, he's not without his issues either. You know, he had an alcohol and drug problem and, you know, he had his own wounds from his childhood and his previous relationships and whatever. Listen, at the end of the day, we are all humans and we've all been through shit and it's up to us to fix our shit, you know? And yeah, I hope the two of them find the peace that they're looking for. Clearly, it's not with each other because that was a very violent and um, weird and borderline horrific relationship by the sounds of it. Anyways, <laughs> that is where I'm going to end it. But I just thought I would share that because for the past week, I have just been like, it's just been showing up on my feeds, these little snippets and updates about these two celebrities 
and their trials and tribulations. And, uh, yeah, I was just curious if it was happening to anybody else. Because, like I said, I'm not, I, I had no idea this was happening. I'm not looking for these people. But this shit's just showing up on my For You page. So, if you're like me and you're kind of seeing it by force, I hope you are kind of enjoying the entertainment. I don't know. It just sounds off. Regardless. Wish them all the best. I hope that they come to um, an amicable whatever and, you know, the universe and God and, you know, all that good stuff will be the judge of however their life unfolds for them. But I wish them all the best. Love and light, you know? But anyways, <laughs> I digress. Enough about that celebrity smut. Um... I wanted to talk about something that uh, people close to me have heard me talk about quite a bit. And I'm sure a lot of us uh, in the last two to three years have been doing ourselves. And that is working from home. So, yeah, I'm not sure about you guys, but I personally love working from the comfort of my home. And interestingly enough... It's not because of the pandemic that made me love working from home. Coming out of high school and emerging into my 20s to live in the quote-unquote real world, I always envisioned myself working remotely, being able to do my job from wherever the heck I am, as long as I got a good internet connection and a computer, that I could do my job from wherever I am, that I am not tied to a desk and kind of sucked into that monotonous office life. And even though as a young woman, that was the goal, that was the dream, that's what I desired. At that point in time, it wasn't really, it, was, it wasn't as commonplace as it is, as it is right now. Um, unless you were in a very specialized, like you had a specialized skill or in a particular industry, you know, but again, it was very scarce. As far as I knew at that point in time, I, I didn't know if any such opportunities existed. So yeah, fast forward to now. I mean, we've all been in this pandemic for the last two to three years. And yeah, it's been shitty all, all around, for real. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that any part of the pandemic was good. But it did allow me to experience working remotely. And I will say the last two to three years have really just cemented how I've always felt. And now that I've had a taste of it, I don't know if I could go back to that, to that office life full time. Anyways, you know, being in the office five days a week, nine to five, like, no, I don't know if I can do that. So I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to, like once everything started to lift here in uh, Ontario, if you guys were paying attention to how the news was trying to spin the whole thing, like, you know, how people are, or Canadians are excited to head back to the office and employers are welcoming back their employees with open arms and, you know, all of this, you know, people prefer working in the office and People found they had too much distractions at home and blah, blah, blah. It was basically saying the opposite of what the actual truth was. Because if you were to speak to random people on the street, I'm sure you would hear otherwise. Because in these 
articles and uh, news segments that they were doing. I, and they were talking about these surveys. It's like, I want to know where were they conducting these surveys and why was I not surveyed? Because clearly they're only asking a small pocket of people that are speaking for the whole of Canada, which I think is not accurate. Because the truth of the matter is, is that the majority of Canadians prefer working from home and don't do not want to go back to the office full time. So much so that Canadians say that they would rather quit their job than return back to the office five days a week. So my question is, and what I'm wondering is, have employers actually talked to their employees? Or are these employers just going ahead and making these decisions without even seeing where their employees' heads are at? You know? Because that's like, okay, let's push aside the, you know, the pause, like, well, you know, the good things about working from home, you know, being comfortable, all that other stuff, whatever. But let's let's look at it in another way. We've just been through a pandemic, you know, dealing with a virus, whether you believe it or not, or, you know, not necessarily believing in all the politics surrounding it. But the fact remains is that there is some kind of viral infection that's out there, a new one, a new strain of the of the um, of this virus. And people were getting sick, you know. At a rapid rate, because again, this is something that was introduced new into um, the populace and obviously our bodies have not grown immunity for it. And yeah, it was a really scary time. And especially, you know, with the fear mongering and the media, you know, perpetuating things the way that they have, it really had people really messed up. And then with the lockdowns and things opening up and locking down, opening up the whole back and forth thing, it really took a toll on everybody, it took a toll on, you know, people's um, financial situations took a toll on businesses. It took a toll on education. It took a toll on people's mental health. And it really took away people's autonomy for the most part because everything was so restricted, literally. Like there were restrictions that were placed saying that you can only be out from a certain time. Places can only be open for a certain time. Only a certain amount of people can be in an establishment at any given time. Uh, you have to wear masks. You have to sanitize and all these things, six feet apart, all these other rules and things. And going from one extreme of living your life fully autonomous for the most part, not, you know, I can't even imagine now going to a concert venue, like a small, tiny, intimate concert venue and being sandwiched up next to people like shoulder to shoulder. I can't do that now. I can't picture, I can't picture myself doing that now. I'd probably still go in there, but you would probably find me way back behind, away from everybody because it's just like, the thought of that just gives me the ick, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, in all seriousness, the, this pandemic has really taken a toll on people's um, mental health and their state of, you know, how they, their state of being and, you know, how they look at the world. It really changed a lot of perspectives for people. You know, the life that we used to live before the pandemic is no longer the life that a lot of people want to continue because they, you know, they have been given the time to really put things in perspective and to see what's really important to them and what really matters. So for these companies and these employers to just kind of snap back and just really just drag every, everybody back in, you know, it's it can be rough for some people. And I can't speak for everybody, but I know for myself, the nine to five office culture was never really anything that was super appealing to me. It was something that I had to immerse myself into because again, that, that was the world we, we, we live in. Right. And again, I, I don't work in the trades. I don't, you know, 
I don't do anything specialized like that where, you know, it would keep me, you know, keep my hands busy or keep me on my feet or have me travel or whatever. You know, I was working, you know, these corporate jobs and um, that's just what it was. What I really enjoyed about working from home was that it really offered you the opportunity to create a true work-life balance. It eliminated that hustle and bustle and that runaround that was just so mentally and physically exhausting for me. Even 10 years ago, 10 to 15 years ago at this point, when I emerged into the workforce, it was very draining, you know, getting caught in rush hour traffic, dealing with, you know, traffic and accidents and crowded subways and crowded streets and everybody's just moving, rushing, 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 nobody... Like everyone's just on 10. Everyone's just zooming by. Like nobody's really taking the time to enjoy life, you know? And mind you, I do understand that there are some people out there that that they love that. And that's cool. I'm not here to shit on any of that. Um, But for me, I really enjoyed the ability to create a true work-life balance. Just eliminating the stress and the pressures of that, you know, the commute. And not only that... Having to always be on when you're at the office. Now, I'm not sure how many of you can relate to this, but as a black woman, you know, and perhaps other people of color can attest to this as well, working in the corporate world is working in a predominantly white space. And when you're in a predominantly white space, you kind of just automatically just conduct yourself a certain way. Again, we've all been conditioned to present ourselves a certain way and live our life a certain way the only time that we can truly relax and take our masks off so to speak is when we are around you know our friends and family and when we're in the comforts of our our own spaces but when it comes to being in these quote-unquote professional spaces quote-unquote white spaces you have to be on and not having to be on all the time was also (laughs) very good for my well-being you know, and just being able to just just work in my own space. I don't know. It was just it was just great. I can't really say anything more than that, but I really enjoyed working from home. And um, I do appreciate that a lot of workplaces are taking on either a 100% remote work model or the hybrid model. But even with the hybrid model, I find you know, they're just kind of mandating that you have to come in X amount of days, X, like X amount of days in, X amount of days out, without really giving the, the, the employee any sort of, not taking them into consideration. I find that interesting because, again, like I just said, we, we've all just been through three years of horror, okay, basically. Like, our lives as we knew it were all uprooted. No matter where you were in the world, no matter what what walk of life you come from everybody's life was uprooted and just turned upside down because of the this pandemic and to think that you know that we could just revert back to how we were living before like no there has to be a gradual transition can't just yank us in one direction and then yank us back you know so i'm not just talking out of my ass you know I got receipts. 
<laughs> um, I did a little bit of research and I found that there were some actual, some more recent surveys that were done because I did come across some surveys uh, by StatsCan, but that was conducted, I believe, either late 2020 or, or sometime in 2021. However, I did find some some data from a study that was done by uh, the nonprofit Angus Reed Institute, which was done, I believe, March of this year. And yeah, it revealed that employees are very reluctant to return to the office and not just for the, you know, the aforementioned reasons, but also because of health reasons, right? People are still getting sick. People are more hyper aware of just how gross we are as humans. <laughs> and sure, you know, maybe the pandemic kind of, you know, heightened that, you know, the already hyper awareness. And, you know, whenever you cough now, people are looking at you like, oh my God. You know, if you sneeze, everyone's looking at you like, oh my God. You know, people are more mindful of what they touch and who they touch and, you know, washing the hands and sanitizing surfaces and, you know, things like that and touch points and whatnot. And so, yeah, that's also a reason to be reluctant to turn return back to the office because you're in close quarters with people if you're not in a small in a small space sometimes with not very good ventilation or windows that you can actually open uh you're in cubicles and um yeah you're just kind of sitting in in this low circulating air for eight hours a day and you got people coughing and sneezing and you know and it's just it's it grossed me out before the pandemic and it grosses me out now. And frankly, it does not make me comfortable. <laughs> so I can imagine other people share the same sentiment as well. Um, but yeah, let's get down to the numbers here. So it turns out that 56% of surveyed Canadians said that they would look for a new job if they were asked to return uh, to work to the office full time. And nearly a quarter said that they would resign on the spot. So you don't hear the news reporting that, or at least I haven't, you know, I've seen like the mayor, you know, John Tory's out there saying like, yeah, everybody get back to work, get back to work. And like, I'm like, you don't speak for me, sir. <laughs> um, let's see here. So it says that younger Canadians are most likely to quit immediately if they were asked to return to the office full time. And I believe that because the mindset that these younger generations and, you know, the millennials as well, such as myself, hold a very different view of what the workforce is like compared to the older generations, you know? So I believe that. So it, the study also found that Canadians over 54 years old prefer working from home full time. Okay. Well, I stand corrected <laughs> compared to younger people, um, who enjoyed the hybrid model. So I guess I'm part of the 50 year old, um, cohort cause yeah, I prefer working from home full time. Like ideally if I could have it that way, I would work full time at home. Let's see what else do we got here. So the report also highlights the changed attitudes of work from home compared to the summer of 2021. So back in the summer of 2021, 39% of people said that they, that they wouldn't, sorry, 39% of people said they wouldn't complain about returning to the office full time. But as of now, only 29% maintain that mentality. So the study also noted that Canadians feel that they're more productive while working from home. And while three in five Canadians said that they do not struggle with managing projects. So yeah, if you want to check out the, um, 
if you want to check out the study, you can go to angusreed.org. Yeah, there's a whole article there. There's charts and graphs and all the fun stuff. But yeah, I do maintain that I am more productive at home than I am at work. Because when you're at work, you know, um, you're going back and forth, you know, from your desk to the kitchen or you're conversing with coworkers or, um, you know, there's always something happening in office or whatever that kind of pulls you away from your work. And whereas when you're at home, like, yeah, you still have meetings and stuff through Zoom or Teams, whatever your workplace uses. Um, but yeah, that's only for the allotted time. And then after that, you can just kind of focus on the work. I think over the past two to three years, it has been proven that working from home is a viable and profitable option um, because there are reports of, and if you, like the information's out there, there's a lot of reports of companies showing more growth and more profitability since like their employees been working from home. They've also been uh, reports of happier employees, more productive employees, and yeah, the working class they're just happier because again you can have that you know more autonomy. You can you know organize your time a little bit better. You know, eliminates commuting time. Because, um, yeah, if you work in the suburbs, you know, and you travel into the city every day, and you're working in that 9 to 5, 8 to 4, 10 to 6 bracket, you're getting stuck in bumper to bumper traffic. And that's round trip, depending on how far you, got, you have to go. For me, round trip every day going to the office used to be about four hours of my life every day just in my car, driving slowly from point A to point B, you know, since being back to the office, I'm in there three days now, uh, that has been cut down to three and a half ish hours down from four before the pandemic, you know what I mean? So yeah. And depending on where you live, you may not have the option. There may not be, depending on what you do for a living as well, there may not be an option to find some place, something in your city you know, wherever you live or the suburb that you live in. And so a lot of a lot of jobs are in the downtown metropolitan area, really, for the most part. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to talk about, you know, work from home and share some of that. And, you know, just I'm very pro work from home. And um, very pro if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Everybody's happier. They're more productive. And for those who want to work in the office, here's, okay, I'm going to end it by saying this is ideally how it should be or how it should have been. I feel like all the companies that provided a work from home option um, should, if they haven't, they should survey their staff, understand them more as humans and less as workers and really come at this from a very like you know humanistic and compassionate approach and really just ask them like how do you feel what is your level of comfortability returning to the office knowing where you know where our world's at right now or what it has turned to you know what I mean because we're not going back to normal like that's something I also used to irritate me is people saying like oh I can't wait to get back to normal or we're getting back to normal no we're not Life as we knew it before 2020 
it does not exist anymore. That is not the world we live in. So everybody that's still holding on to, you know, the world from 2019 and before, it ain't coming back. We have to adapt. We have to adjust to where we are right now, just like how the workforce has to adjust, just how like the education system has to adjust uh, in other industries and institutions as well. But yeah, if you're an employer that has not done that, done this, please talk to your staff, talk to your employees, get their opinions because it matters because without your staff, your business wouldn't run and without happy staff, it would not function properly. So ask them for their thoughts, ask them for their opinions, see where they're at and then come to a, like a, a viable solution that can accommodate everybody so that everybody's happy, you know? I've talked to a few people um, who have returned to work and their employers either are slowly having people come back or they're still working from home right now because they're saying like, hey, you know what? Things have been going really well for the last couple of years. So why, why mess it up? If you want to come into the office, you have the option to come into the office, you know, just let us know beforehand and whatever. Or if you want to continue working from home, continue working from home. I think that's amazing. I think that's how it should be. You know, like allow your staff to come in if they want to and if they want to stay home and work, whatever. As long as the productivity does not change and the work doesn't suffer, then what the hell's the problem? You know, they talk about like work culture and office culture and whatever. But what really is that? Pizza parties and, and, and team building exercises? Like, come on, man. We're adults. <laughs> you know, our work is not our lives. Like people have lives outside of their jobs and you know, their, their jobs aren't who they are as people. It, it doesn't end and start there. But again, there are people that are on, that defer, you know, from what I'm, what I'm expressing right now. They enjoy that. And that's cool. Like I said, I'm not here to shit on it, but I'm sharing my opinion. And these are my thoughts. And you know, if you agree with me, cool. If you don't, that's also cool. But what I'm saying is that let the work culture, you know, now be the fact that give your employers, employees, choice because we have seen it from both sides how it can work how it can function and nothing has really suffered really in the grand scheme of things like i said there was a lot of businesses that actually profited more and actually did really well from the work from home model because again i think it just alleviated that stress from for for people you know, to have to always be on or be stuck in traffic or just getting that stuck in that rat race and that rushing kind of, you know, lifestyle of just go, 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 like the Energizer Bunny, you know what I mean? So the pandemic really allowed to slow, like slow things down for people. And I think a lot of people enjoyed that. And, and they realized that, you know, a lot of how we were living before was really unnecessary, <laughs> to be quite honest. So anyways... If you're one of the few lucky ducks that get to work 100% uh, from home, you know, good for you guys. And I'm happy that your your employer, you know, sees your value and also takes your, you know, is adapting to the changing situation. And for those of us who are working the hybrid model, that's also cool too. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, you know, we're in the office a couple of days and we're at home a couple of days. It's cool. It's the best of both worlds, I guess. <laughs> And for those of you that are back to the office full time, I'm sorry. I really am. And I'm hoping for your sake that they do change it across the board and just allow anybody, like everybody across the board, just make it normal. 
You know, you work one to two days in the office and the rest you're at home. Or if you want to work from home, you work from home. And that's just what it is. <laughs> Anyways, I'm rambling at this point. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me. And I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in and listening to me ramble on <laughs> about, uh, yeah, a little bit about my situation, but about everyone's situation in a whole. And, um, oh yeah, shameless plug time. Almost forgot. So once again, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And I might put a little survey in the show notes if you're listening to this on Spotify. And um, yeah, do you enjoy working from home? Do you like the hybrid model? Or do you prefer working in office full time? Let me know. You can find us on Instagram at BWC Podcast. Uh, you can also reach out to me there if you want to share your thoughts. Because um, maybe I might compile some data as well myself. Maybe. We'll see. Um, yeah. And, you know, if social media is not your jam, you can always reach out to me via email at betterwithchocolatepod at gmail.com. So that's betterwithchocolatepod at gmail.com. And if you want to get a little personal, you can find me on my art page because I am an artiste. I make shit. And I also sell it. <laughs> um, you can find me at the art of K Dominique on Instagram. And I also got a little business page and website uh, called Shop KDA Designs. So that's where you can find my said artwork and art pieces um, for your consumption. Got prints and original works. And I also create some handmade one of a kind earrings you know if you're a fashionista or you like you know statement pieces or you're just feeling like you want to you know spice up your little wardrobe a little bit um yeah I got unique pieces of earrings and stuff that I make um and so yeah you can purchase them and uh give me a follow and see what's up I think it's worth it to follow me on my art journey um so do that and I think that is it. So again, thank you again for listening and for tuning in. As always, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the support. And if you can share and tell your friends and subscribe, follow, all those good things. And let's grow this platform. Let's grow it because this was created with you guys in mind. Something for us by us. And now that the weather's getting better and, um, you know, people are wanting to come outside now, I'm going to have more guests on the show. Um, so you may get an invite, but if you want to invite yourself as well, you can do that. So again, I told you the ways you can contact me either on the podcast page, on email and, um, yeah. So until next time, keep it real, be safe, be kind to yourself and one another. And, uh, yeah. I'll talk to you guys next time.